The Pittsburgh Pirates faced the New York Mets for a Monday night game at Shea Stadium on June 26, 1967. The Pirates were an above-average team, coming off back-to-back 91 seasons in 1965 and 66, led by manager Harry Walker. The Mets, on the other hand, were still terrible. Although their 66-95 and record in 1966 was the first time in team history that they didn't lose more than 109 games. This audio recording is from the New York radio broadcast featuring announcers Bob Murphy, Ralph Kiner, and Lindsey Nelson. Has moved into the top ten of the National League in batting. Matty Alou hitting 326. He won the batting championship last year. His teammate, Roberto Clemente, who owns three National League bat panels, is leading the league. A bunt down the first baseline for a base hit. The first pitch of the night, a drag bunt by Matty Alou, and he's on for a base hit. Well, Bob Shaw was completely unprepared for that. A shocking start as Matty Alou, what a magician he is in handling that bat. Sensational bunter. He bunted that ball so beautifully, Shaw never got off the mound. Crane pool went for the ball. The first base was wide open. They had no chance to get him. A bunt single by Matty Alou, and it brings up Mari Wills. Hitting 295. Now Shaw checks the runner at first. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's a call strike on the inside corner. Wills has been handicapped of late. He has missed a number of ball games due to an injured knee. Mari Swisher. Leon Jones, the Mets center fielder, playing Wills to hit the ball to the opposite field. He plays him in rather shallow left center field. Now the pitch by Shaw. Bounce toward the middle, hustling toward his boot check. He can't make a play. He backhands with his glove and knocks it down, and everybody is safe. That's an infield hit for Mari Wills. Boot check had a very difficult chance. He had to reach across the body and try and make a backhand pickup on that short hop near second base. Had he been able to come up with the ball, he would have had a play made easily at second base. But it was a very tough hop and is a base hit for Wills. So now on a bunt single and an infield hit, the Pirates have two on, nobody out, and Roberto Clemente coming up. Clemente leading the National League in batting. Roberto is hitting 350. 12 home runs and 49 runs batted in. And the curve outside, ball one. Almost before the crowd can get settled into their seats, the Pirates have a threat. Manny Jimenez, the left fielder. Batting cleanup, waiting on deck. Now the pitch to Clemente. Bounce toward the middle, moving forward is Harrelson. He steps on second, he throws to first. In time, double play. Roberto Clemente hitting into a double play, engineered by Bud Harrelson. Now the hitter is Jimenez, the left fielder. He has recently been recalled from Columbus of the International League, where he was hitting 338 with seven home runs. Willie Stargell, the Pirates' regular left fielder, and the Pirates' ace left-hand pitcher, Bob Beal, both flew back to Pittsburgh this evening 
Beal's elbow has been bothering him. Virgil has a bad shoulder right now. Both are expected to rejoin the Pirates in Chicago on Wednesday. It is taken high, one ball and no strikes. Jimenez, three for nine, since joining the Pirate ball club, batting 333. To make room for Jimenez, outfielder George Spriggs was sent to Columbus. Now Bob Shaw out of his windup. Here's the pitch on the way. Off the outside corner. Two balls and no strikes. Matty Alou is on third. Two men down. We're in the top half of the opening inning. Johnny Pesky on the coaching lines at first. Al Grammas coaching at third. Now the pitch. Fastball a strike in the inside corner. It's two and one. Boy, what a beautiful night for a ball game. An afternoon game tomorrow at 2 o'clock. And a lot going on before the game tomorrow. Pitching 2 and 1. He is hit by the pitch. That one got away from Shaw and got Jimenez on the right leg. Now runners on first and third, two men down. The hitter is Don Clendenon, the first baseman. Don Clendenon batting 246. Clendenon, six home runs, 25 runs batted in. Tall, rangy right-hand batter, a swing and a missed strike one. Big Don hit 299 last year. Well, Mr. Leo DeRocher, Chicago Cubs, won again today. They now have won seven straight. At the moment, the Cubs are only three and a half out of first place. Swing and a miss on a slider in the count strike two. Runners at first and third, two men out. Dennis Bennett, newest member of the Mets pitching staff, is on hand and will work tomorrow. Just a little bit high. Shaw thought he had him struck out. One ball, two strikes. Mel Steiner is umpiring behind home plate. Al Barley at first, Augie Donatelli at second, and Stan Landis at third. The Mets have Jack LeMabe warming up in the bullpen. Now the pitch on the way. Breaking ball just off the outside corner. Those last two pitches just missing. Jerry Grody turns around to talk to Steiner about that one. It is two and two on Don Clendenon. Matty Alou is on third and Manny Jimenez on first. Now Shaw looking in to get his sign from battery mate Jerry Grody. The infield astride to left. Now the pitch on the way. And the curve is popped up. On the right side of the diamond, Ed Cranepool in toward the mound is under it. And Eddie has it beside his out. Bob Shaw pitching out of a jam in the opening inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left on. And the score in the middle of the first, the Pirates nothing, the New York Mets coming to bat. Now here's a word from Rangel. March 1967, New York City under the pounding of a North Atlantic storm. Off the coast, an 80,000-ton lady shouts for help. Then, 
through flashing sleet comes the warm, welcome sound of a pilot boat. The harbor pilot comes aboard to give the little lady a hand. Put her slow ahead, please. The most dangerous time is to bring these ships into the harbor. You see, the pilot, the captain of the ship doesn't do this, but this is the pilot's job. It's the pilot's job. It's not easy. Sometimes the view from the bridge can be pretty bleak. But if you're going to take charge in New York, you've got to be good. There are 302 beers trying to make it in New York City. But the only one that's made it to the top is the rich dry lager Rheingold. Rheingold. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Pitching for the Paris tonight, right-hander Steve Blass. Steve is from Lakeville, Connecticut. 25-year-old right-hander. Stands 6'1", weighs 165. Last year with Pittsburgh, Blass won 11 and lost 7. This year, he has won two and lost two. He has a lifetime record against the New York Mets of no wins and one loss. Bud Harrelson, batting left-handed, leading off against Blass. The young right-hander from Connecticut fires a fastball low its ball one. Pittsburgh has Don Clendenin playing first, Bill Mazeroski at second, Gene Alley is at short, and Mario Wills in close against Bud Harrelson at third. Now, Harrelson bluffs at a bunt, doesn't offer, and the pitch is low, ball two, it's 2-0. Two oh. In the pirate outfield, Manny Jimenez in left. The center fielder is Matty Alou, and around at right field, Roberto Clemente. Jerry May behind the plate, handling Steve Blass. Waiting on deck for New York, Cleon Jones. Pitching 2-0. Oh. Fastball in, a call strike, gets 2-1. Joe Brown, the general manager of the Pittsburgh club, watching the ball game this evening here at Shea from his field box. Right now, he's talking baseball with his scout supervisor for the New England area, Bobby Whalen. Inside and low, two and three and one. Bobby Whalen signed Steve Blass to his first pro baseball contract. So he is more than just slightly interested in the progress of Steve Blass. Three one delivery. It is over for a strike three and two. Three and two on the leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson. Bud hitting 241. Stands up toward the front of the batter's box, chokes up on the handle of the bat. And the pitch to him, a ground ball to shortstop. Gene Alley bobbles the ball, and Harrelson is on. Bud Harrelson. Reaches on the air, charges to the shortstop, Gene Alley, and it brings up Leon Jones. Leon was wielding a big bat in the series against the Atlanta Braves over the weekend. Over the last five ball games, Cleon has done well. He's at 381. Breaking ball outside and lowest ball one. In his last five games, Cleon has gone eight for 21, raising his average from 177 to 202. 
battle of left-handers, Woody Fryman pitching against Dennis Bennett. Here's the pitch on the way. The runner goes. A swing and a miss. The peg, the second, the slide. Out. Carlson on a hit for a slide is tagged down by Gene Alley. Strong throw by catcher Jerry May. It covered the ground in a hurry. One ball, one strike on Cleon. Last, the right-hander winds and pitches. And a high pop-up into short right field. Calling for it is Mazeroski. And on the rim of the outfield grass, Maz makes the catch. By the way, the filming for the movie Odd Couple, which will take place here at Chase Stadium tomorrow, will run from 1.30 until 1.55. The ball game between the Mets and Pirates starts at 2 p.m. The Mets will be on the field for the triple play hit into by Roberto Clemente with Mario Wills, Vern Law, and Matty Alou on the bases. The crew and equipment will begin to assemble at Shea about 11 tomorrow morning. Now the pitch. Low and outside. One ball and no strike. Ken Boyer hitting. Ken batting 222. Slow grounder. Foul down the first baseline. Philadelphia Phillies applied the brakes to the Cardinals yesterday, sweeping two from St. Louis. Reds lost a single game to Pittsburgh, five to four. So the Reds in second place are now two and a half games back. The Cubs won their afternoon game. At the moment, they're just three and a half games out of first. Then the Pirates, six games back. Foul ball hit slowly over toward the dugout, no play. In the afternoon game at Wrigley Field, the Cubs beat the Phillies 4-2, and the Cubs now have won seven straight. The winning pitcher was left-hander Rich Nye. Cal Coons came on in the sixth inning, and Johnny Hartenstein in the ninth. The loser was Turk Farrell, who was given a start by manager Gene Mott. And Billy Williams and Ron Sano both hit home runs. Look out, foul ball back into the TV booth, no play. Pretty close to Lindsay's ear. The one-two delivery, and the fastball is over. Strike three call. The Mets are out in their half of the first inning. No runs, no hits, one error, and none left on. And at the end of one inning, the score, the Pirates nothing, and the New York Mets nothing. Ralph? Oh, don't forget that special night, July 20th. That's Thursday night, the Mets playing against the Houston Astros, and it will be helping night here at Chase Stadium. Every boy and girl 16 years of age or under will receive a replica of the Mets batting helmet as he or she enters the ballpark. Once again, that date, Thursday night, July the 20th, helmet night. I'd like to remind you that bus service from Brooklyn and Staten Island is available for fans living in Brooklyn and Staten Island. Express bus service to Jay Stadium. Buses leaving from Flatbush Avenue and North Strand Avenue in Brooklyn and from Bay Street and Borough Place in Staten Island. Two hours before game time, and buses departing back from Gate E here at Chase Stadium up to 30 minutes after the ball game. 
express bus service from Brooklyn and Staten Island and back from Shea Stadium. Now we're going to the top of the second, once again, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, Bill Mazeroski will be up against Bob Shaw. The Dodgers are playing at Cincinnati tonight. Claude seen nine and seven, pitching against Mel Queen. Mel has won eight and lost two. The Giants open a big series tonight at St. Louis. Here's the pitch on the way. Curveball, it's over, strike one call. In the American League, the Yankees play tonight at Kansas City. It'll be Fred Talbot against Paul Lindblad. The White Sox play at Baltimore. Bruce Howard for the White Sox and Pete Rickard for the Orioles. Swing and a miss on a slider in the count strike two. The Red Sox are playing at Minnesota, and the Senators will be on the West Coast playing the Angels at Anaheim. The All-Star game will be played in Anaheim this year on the 11th of July, the home of the California Angels. Two-strike delivery off the outside corner, ball one. Bill Mazeroski batting at 283. Now the windup by Shaw. Here's the pitch off the outside corner, two and two. I would imagine that when the votes have been tabulated for the All-Star team, Bill Mazeroski might very well be the All-Star second baseman again. The 2-2 delivery. A slow grounder going foul down the third baseline. Ron Hunt will draw considerable attention. Ron's batting average is up over 300. And he's been playing day in and day out for the Dodgers. Now the windup by Shaw, the 2-2 pitch. Swung on a missed, he struck him out. And Shaw fans Mazeroski. That brings up the shortstop, Gene Alley. Alley, like Mazeroski, I'm sure, garnered a number of votes in the balloting for the All-Star game. Alley hitting 279, has four home runs, and 24 runs batted in. He had a surprising 299 last year. They play him a step to left in the outfield. The pitch on the way. He tries to bunt, but misses strike one. In the season series, the New York Mets lead the Pittsburgh Pirates four games to two. One of the most exciting nights of the year, the Mets swept Pittsburgh a doubleheader at Forbes Field. Swing and a miss, and the count is strike two. Now Shaw with a two-strike count. Here's the pitch on the way. Over his head, he has to duck under it. On the 6th of June, the Mets swept a twilight night doubleheader at Forbes Field, winning the first game one to nothing. Tom Seaver, Ron Taylor, and Don Shaw combined for the shutout. Mets won the nightcap 3-2. Jack Hamilton was the winner in relief, and Elroy Face was the loser in both games of that doubleheader. 
Dick Selma had pitched the first six. Bill Dennehy won, and then Hamilton the last three. Ground ball hit down to third. It comes up on a big hop for Boyer. The throw to Cranefield is in time, retiring Gene Alex. That one started out as a grass cutter and hit a little pebble or something out there and popped conveniently right up into the middle of Kenny Boyer. Now the batter is Jerry May. May hitting 313. He has won the number one backstopping job from the veteran Jim Pagliaroni. And he takes a fastball on the inside corner for a call strike. Pirates carrying just two catchers. They send Jesse Gander to Columbus when they acquired Al Luplo from the New York Mets. Al Shaw swings out of his windup the pitch to May. A slow breaking ball just off the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Bob Shaw has a lifetime record against Pittsburgh of six wins and eight losses. Now the windup by Shaw and the pitch. Fastball brushes him away from the plate. Two balls and one strike to Jerry May, the number eight hitter in the batting order. A day game tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock, and Dennis Bennett will start his first ball game for New York. His opponent will be Southpaw Woody Fryman. Plan to come early and enjoy all the filming for the sequences for odd couple. A smash through the hole, a base hit to left field. Just beyond the reach of Ken Boyer. Third hit for the Pirates. It brings up the pitcher, Steve Black. Steve has been up just 11 times this year. Owns one base hit. The Mets are home now until the All-Star break. The last day of the three-day break for the All-Star. The Mets have their benefit game of the Yankees. The Mayor of Sandlot benefit game at Yankee Stadium this year. And the pitch is over on the outside corner. Strike one. Pittsburgh denied it tomorrow. The Phillies are here Wednesday night and Thursday night. And the Cardinals for the weekend. Friday up, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader Sunday. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Strike two. strike pitch by Shaw. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him to go for a third of those way out of the strike zone. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And at the end of an inning and a half, the Mets nothing and the Pirates nothing. second inning and Tommy Davis will be leading off for the New York Mets. Tommy hitting 309 with 10 home runs and 35 runs batted in. Steve Blass winds and the pitch to Tommy fouled back toward the crowd. No play.
Now Blast sighting in on his target, delivers. Foul ball is back up into the crowd. And the count of strike two. Blass has not been used a great deal this year by Harry Walker. Steve has started. Only two other games this year. Otherwise, it's been used in relief. Glass is one, two, lost two. From Lakeville, Connecticut, 25-year-old right-hander. He pitched more frequently last year and won 11, lost seven. Pretty good year. Now the pitch to Tommy Davis is inside and high. One ball and two strikes. Eddie Cranepool will be hitting next, and then Ron Swoboda. The one-two delivery. Fly ball, well hit the right field. Clemente walking back to the edge of the warning track is there. And he makes the catch, retiring Tommy Davis. Eddie Cranepool brought his average back over 300. Now hitting 307. Eddie had one for three in the loss yesterday afternoon to the Atlanta Braves. A smash hit hard into left center field for a base hit. Matty Alou, the center fielder, picks it up, plays it back in, and Cranepool reaches with a base hit. He drilled that one just beyond the reach of shortstop Gene Alley. So the Mets have their first hit of the game, and it brings up Ron Swoboda. Eddie Cranebull and Ron Swoboda are roommates on the road, inseparable friends. And on this ball game, they're hitting one behind the other in the batting order. Salty Parker calling Ron down the between a third and home for a powwow. Salty coaching at third, Yogi Berra coaching at first. We have a real good Monday night crowd here at Shea and a beautiful, absolutely perfect night for a ball game. Don Clendenon holding against the base runner at Cranepool. Now Blass off the stretch delivers. A fastball on the outside corner, strike one. The Phillies are here Wednesday night and Thursday night, and the Cardinals Friday night. The Cardinal outfield batting over 300. Lou Brock, Kirk Flood, Roger Maris. Now the pitcher on the way, and it's under the knees, one ball and one strike. In addition... Tim McCarver is having a big year behind the plate, and Orlando Cepeda a strong year at first. Julian Javier at second is hitting much better than anybody thought he would. Javier is still over 300. Cardinals have a team batting average of over 270. Ground ball bounced to second base. Mazeroski to Alley. They have one. Now back to first. Not in time. Ron beats the throw from Gene Alley. 
Two outs and one on. It brings up Jerry Bucha. Jerry hitting at 2.30, and right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. Hi, neighbor. Wake up with the Chanticleer at 5.45 a.m. Farm paper goes to press at 12.15. Here on WGY, Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson. And Jerry Butchek goes after a breaking ball, strike one. afternoon at Wrigley Field, Chicago defeated Philadelphia 4-2. Billy Williams and Ron Santo both hit home runs, number 13 for each man. Those Cubs are putting it all together right now. Much better pitching than anyone dreamt they had. A lot of hitting and good defensive play. Here's the pitch to Buczek. Inside off the fist, one ball, one strike. The amazing thing so far has been the Chicago pitching. They're getting outstanding pitching from rookies. New names like Johnny Hartenstein, Rich Nye, Joe Necro. Swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes. Everybody thought the bottom would drop out on Chicago when Kenny Holtzman went into the Army after winning five games without a loss. Ferguson Jenkins, the ace of the Cubs staff, has already won nine ball games. Here's the one-two delivery, and the breaking ball is inside. The count is two and two. Don Clendenin holding against the base runner, Ron Swoboda. Two men away, and it's two and two now on Jerry Buchek. No score. We're in the last half of the second. Right-hander Steve Blast delivers a swing and a miss. He struck him out. In the second, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And at the end of two innings, the score, the New York Mets nothing and the Pittsburgh Pirates nothing. Mets fans, imagine if you can the glorious Mets in person at Shea Stadium. Try to visualize the excitement of big league baseball, the triumphant Mets face-to-face with the St. Louis Cardinals. All yours absolutely free. You can see Tommy Davis and Yogi Berra, Wes Westrom, and the whole team win a pair of tickets to the Mets game coming up Saturday, July 1st. Just send a card to Glorious Mets, WGY Schenectady. You may win two free tickets to the Cardinals-Mets game on Saturday, July 1st, or the Atlanta-Mets game on Sunday, July 9th. What else? Well, make it easy on yourself when you tune in all the evening and weekend Mets games here on WGY. Get a handy-dandy WGY program that gives you all the times and dates and places of the Mets baseball on WGY. For a WGY Mets schedule, you write Mets schedule WGY Schenectady. That address again is WGY Mets schedule WGY Schenectady. You'll be awfully glad you did. Third inning at Shea Stadium, Mets nothing and Pirates nothing. And as the Mets come back to Shea, it's nice to hear in the background while the teams are changing sides, the wonderful Dixieland music by the group from your father's mustache. Here's a fellow that doesn't wear a mustache, all ready to go, Mr. Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hi, everyone. 
first man up for the Pittsburgh Pirates will be Matty Lou. Matty beat out a bunt his first time up in the very first pitch of the ball game by Bob Shaw. Now Bob is moving Eddie Cranepool in closer to home plate, about even with the bag, and also over towards second base. Matty Lou, a left-hand batter. He has good speed, and the first pitch is inside. It's ball one. Matty is batting 330. Ken Boyer at third base, also playing in very close. Pitch back to the plate. It's swung on line to center field. It's going to be a base hit. Might go through. Cut off by Cleon Jones. A little with a big turn at first base and now stopping. And going on back as Cleon fires it back into second base. So, Matty Alou, two for two. And the lead batter on here in the top of the third. A scoreless ball game with Maury Wills coming up. Maury bounced the base hit. Off the glove of Jerry Buchek his first time up. Wills batting 298 and batting from the left-hand side. Wills has two home runs so far this year. One of them over the left field wall at Pittsburgh. The other was inside the park. Next pitch is outside. It's ball one. Morey scoring out as though to bunt. Scoreless ball game. The Pirates have four bases. The Mets have one. Bob Shaw against Steve Glass. Alou off at first base. Shaw throw to first base. Just a calling card throw. Just to let him know he's on the mound. Matty Alou has six stolen bases. This time the throw over to first base is a little bit harder. And Alou sort of falls back on his hands and knees toward the bag. Gets back in safely. Once again he's off. Club leader for the Pirates. Maury Wills, he has a total of 14 stolen bases. The runner going. The pitch is grounded out towards second base. Buchek covering towards second stops. Goes over to his left side. Comes up with the ball and throws the first base in time for the out. And the hit and run play moving Matty Alou on down to second. One away now on the top of the third. And the batter coming up is Roberto Clemente. Clemente hit into a double play his first time up. They look for the Rheingold Chuggamug special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. The Chuggamug looks and sounds just like what it is. A good thirst-quenching drink of beer. Twelve ounces of Rheingold Extra Dry, and you can drink it right from the mug. First pitch to come in, is a slider over the outside corner. It's called a strike. Kameni batting 348. Twelve home runs, 49 runs batted in. Next pitch, a curve swung on and missed. Strike two, a perfect pitch by Bob Shaw and Kameni fooled by it. Roberto Kameni leads Orlando Cepeda in the batting race in the National League. Right-hand batter deep in the batter's box. Bob Shaw to the plate. The ball wild on by the catcher, Jerry Grody. It bounces right back to him off the screen, but Matty Alou goes over to third base on the wild pitch. Fastball, it was way outside, and Jerry Grody couldn't get his glove on it. That puts a runner at third with one out. So far, no score in the ball game. And we'll check to see how manager Wes Western plays the infield. So far, the short and second baseman, shortstop and second baseman, playing back. 
Ken Boyer at third, even with the bag, and Eddie Creampool also even with the bag for a play at the plate. One and two, the count. Now Bob Shaw into the windup and the pitch to Kameni. Change up hit down to second base on through into center field a base hit. Alou scores from third base. The ball missed in the outfield and now picked up by Ron Savona. The throw as Kameni tries to go to second base is in time to Buddy Nelson for the out. And now Kameni arguing with Augie Donatelli about the call. A rifle throw by Ron Savona who backed up the play after Cleon Jones had bobbled the ball. So now the Pirates have the lead, 1-0. The Mets picked up their second out, and the batter stepping up, Manny Jimenez, a left fielder. Even though Buczek was back, that ball hit so hard he couldn't get to it as it went by him on the second base side. And now a swing at the first pitch by Jimenez, strike one. One batted in for Cometti, his 50th this year. Bob Shaw starting to take his windup, stopped by the home plate umpire as time was called. Now time back in. And the pitch. Change up, popped out toward left field. Tommy Davis moving to his right, has plenty of time to get to it. He does. And he makes the catch that retires the side. But in the inning, one run on two hits. No errors and no one left on base. And the score at the end of two and a half innings, the Pirates won, the Mets nothing. the third, the Mets behind 1-0 as they come to bat, and the leadoff batter will be Jerry Cody. In the National League, the Cubs beat Philadelphia for their seventh win in a row, 4-2. The winning pitcher was Rich Nye. The losing pitcher was Merrill for the Phillies as the starting pitcher. Williams got his 13th home run in the first. Sandel got his 13th home run in the first. First pitch to Jerry Grody, a fastball by Steve Blask. It's inside ball one. Jerry batting 189. He'll be followed by the pitcher, Bob Shaw, and then Bud Harrelson. And the 1-0 pitch, a slider that swung on and missed. It's 1-1. One one. At the end of one, the Dodgers nothing, Cincinnati nothing. Bud Osteen pitching for the Dodgers against Mel Queen. Also scheduled, San Francisco against the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals lead the league by two and a half games over the Cincinnati Reds. They lost a doubleheader yesterday to Philadelphia. Big curveball over the inside corner. Called strike two. One and two. In the American League at the end of two, no score. Talbot pitching for the Yankees against Lindblad for the Kansas City Athletics. The end of two and a half, White Sox nothing, Baltimore nothing. Howard against Rickard. Now the next pitch is called time. No play at all. Time had been called just before the delivery. Boston and Minnesota scheduled. Washington and California scheduled. Now time is in. The 1-2 pitch grounded foul. Ball bouncing off to the left side. And the count remains at one ball and two strikes. Terry Grody has two home runs this year. He has driven in eight. His biggest day coming against Atlanta when he had a four for five day. One and two, and Steve Blass now back again. And the fastball hit to deep left field, going back to left fielder Manny Jimenez. He's waiting, and he has it. 
Manny Jimenez in left field going all the way back, a step in front of the fence to make the catch of the long fly ball. First out against the Mets here in the bottom half of the third. They trail 1-0 with Bob Shaw coming up. Bob has had one hit in 17 times up. Mets have had one base hit in the ballgame. Eddie Crane for a single to center field his first time up. Pittsburgh Pirates have five base hits. They lead one nothing. First pitch to Shaw, grounded foul. Ball bouncing off to the right side and picked up by the catcher, Jerry May, in foul territory. The New York Mets against the fourth place, Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates are six games out of first. And at one strike, the pitch to Shaw swung on a miss. Strike two. Now into the windup and back at two strikes and missing with a slider just outside. One and two. Steve Glass won his first ball game against the Dodgers. Now the one-two pitch. Again the slider and again outside, this time down low. Two balls and two strikes. Last week, the Dodgers 4-2 back in 1964 for his four, first Major League win. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swung on a missed strike three, and the right-hander picks up his third strikeout. Two men away now in the bottom half of the third, and the Mets have their leadoff batter, Bud Harrelson, coming up. Shortstop, Bud Harrelson, number three. Bud was safe on an error by Gene Alley his first time up, batting at 240. And the first pitch to Harrelson batting left-handed is swung on and fouled down in the dirt. Strike one. After Blaska had won five and lost eight his first year in the major leagues, he went back to the minors and pitched at Columbus. He won 13 and lost 11. That got him back in the majors. And with the Pirates last year, he won 11 and lost seven. He had one complete game and 25 game starts. This year he has had Two previous game starts with one complete game. A bouncing ball through in the right field by the second baseman, Bill Mazeroski. But Harrelson fakes it going to second. And Roberto Comeni, after picking up the ball, fakes throwing the first base as Harrelson hustles back to first. Mets with their second base hit. And the time right now at first base with Cleon Jones coming up. Leon popped the second base his first time up. He's batting at 201. Leon brought a five-game hitting streak into this ballgame. Harrelson with a good size lead at first, and the first pitch is taken with a half swing, and it's called strike one. 
home plate umpire, Mel Steiner, indicating that Leon Jones didn't stop a swing in time. Over the last five ball games in which Leon has had a hitting streak, he has gone eight for 21 to raise his average from 177 to 201. Steve Blass with a pitch back to the plate that swung on and fouled off the end of the bat. Back of home plate on the ground and the count goes to strike two. Conference at the mound as Jerry May goes out to talk with the right-hander. Jerry has taken over the complete catching duties for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He has always been known as a fine catcher. But they didn't find out until this year that he was a good hitter. He's batting 313. Harrelson again with a fairly good lead at first base. He has stolen two bases, been thrown out once. The next pitch to the plate of fastball inside. Leon Jones taking the count goes to one and two with two men out here in the bottom half of the third. Harrelson with a bigger lead now at first base. Van Denen making the motion to watch him. He is not going, and the pitch is swung on and missed. The ball down in the dirt, dug out by the catcher, Jerry May. The tag made on Cleon Jones, and the strikeout retires the side. That is the fourth strikeout in the ball game for Steve Blass. That pitch was bounced in the dirt. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left at first. And the score through three, Pittsburgh won, the Mets nothing. Now the first pitch to Don Clendenin as we start the top of the fourth inning. Pittsburgh in front, one nothing, and the pitch is low, a ball. Bob Shaw has given up one run, allowed five hits. He comes back with a breaking ball, and it's low, ball two. Clendenin popped the first base his first time up with two runners on. Jimenez was on at first base, and Matty Alou was on at third. That out retired the side. Now Shaw back. And the next pitch is hit high in the air toward the shortstop position. But Harrelson moving back on the edge of the grass, now backpedaling a little bit further, and he makes the catch. One away in the top of the fourth, and the batter coming up is Bill Mazeroski. Friend Denham before the out batting at 245. Mazeroski coming up batting 283. He struck out his first time up. Shaw has struck out two batters in the ballgame. First pitch is fouled off the end of the bat, off to the right side over the dugout, strike one. Pirates got their run in the third on a base hit by Matty Alou. A ground out on a hit and run play by Maury Wills. Now a curve back over, strike two. Putting Alou at second base and a single to center field by Roberto Comeni. Roberto now with 50 runs batted in. He was thrown out after the ball was bobbled by Cleon Jones when Ron Swoboda picked it up and threw to second base as committee tried to get on down there. Now the two-strike pitch, high and tight. Mazeroski backs away in the count one and two.
Ah, now, with the signs and the one-two delivery. It is fouled away. So once again, again, the count is one ball and two strikes. On deck batter is Gene Alley. And at one-two, the pitch, a breaking ball, and Mazarowski started the swing, held off in time, the ball breaking way outside. Two balls, two strikes. That ball game tomorrow will be an afternoon ball game with the Pittsburgh Pirates, game time at 2 o'clock. They're going to shoot the scene. The triple play at 1.30. Now at 2-2, a slider line to left center field. Could be extra bases. Going over Cleon Jones. He cuts it off. Mazarowski makes the turn and holds at first base, and Cleon Jones fires the ball in on one hop to second base. A good play to save a double. Six base hit for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and it brings up the shortstop, Gene Alley. Gene grounded down to third base his first time up. Ball took a bad hop, and Ken Boyer had to make a good play on it. Alley batting 279, a right-hand batter. And the first pitch is hit hard down the short. A good shot at two. The throw over to second in time on the first base of double play. Bud Harrelson to Jerry Buczek and on to Ed Cranepool, a double play to retire the side. That is double play number 52 for the New York Mets this year. No runs, one hit, no errors, and no one left on base. And the score is to three and a half innings. Pittsburgh one, Mets nothing. Let Armory Garage Central at Colvin in Albany put your family on the road vacation bound in a top-quality tested used car. If you've been putting off that family trip because you're worried about the safety of your present car, drive into Armory Garage's used car lot and leave your worries behind. At Armory, you'll find hundreds of top-conditioned used cars, one just right for your family. Choose from sedans, hardtops, and wagons, road-tested and ready to go. Sales manager Art Neat will give you the green light on a payment plan tailored made just for your vacation budget. He'll arrange for you to buy, sign, and pay at Armory, where the first payment won't be due until August. So get out those travel folders and roadmaps and make your first vacation stop Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany. And then head for your favorite vacation spot, trouble-free in a top-quality used car from Armory. Happy vacation. Going to the bottom half of the fourth inning, the Pittsburgh Pirates in front one to nothing with Ken Boyer, the leadoff for the Mets. Steve Glass with his first pitch again and a tie for ball. Boyer was called out on strikes his first time up. Steve got him with the curveball. Boyer batting 221. He'll be followed by Tommy Davis and Ed Cranepool. Now the next pitch grounded slowly down to Maury Wills at third. He has it on the second half, throws over to first base in plenty of time for the out. One man down and Tommy Davis coming up. Tommy flat out to right field his first time up. Tommy's average at 308 with 10 home runs and 35 runs batted in. He leads the club in both of those departments. He also leads the club and runs scored with 30. Base hits with 73. And the first pitcher swung on a miss, strike one. Tommy has played in 63 ball games. 
Mets have had 64 ball games for this one in the 1967 season. And in 27 dates here at Chase Stadium, they have drawn 557,000. Ground ball and a curveball foul. And the count goes up to strike two. 557,552. And a good crowd here tonight. They estimated it at about 27,000. Should be a big weekend for baseball. Also all through the week. St. Louis Cardinals come in for the weekend. And after the Pirates tomorrow, the Philadelphia Phillies, Wednesday night and Thursday night. Friday night, St. Louis. Saturday afternoon, the Cardinals, and Sunday, a doubleheader. Now a fastball under the chin of Tommy Davis. He moves away, and it's one and two. Steve Blatt wants a new ball and gets it from the umpire, Mel Steiner. Al Barlick, the umpire at first base. Augie Donatelli, the umpire at second base. Stan Landis at third. And at one-two, the pitch to Tommy is fouled off the hands into the lower stands down the right field line. That remains at one ball and two strikes. Steve had that fastball by Tommy. Pittsburgh Pirates, one run and six hits. The Mets have no runs and two. One man out, bottom half of the fourth. Now once again, Steve wants a new ball. Steiner looks at the one he threw in, checks it out, and keeps it. Some pitchers like certain balls. Sometimes they don't feel right. A curveball drilled to left field, coming over into the corner as Manny Jimenez. He goes right into the corner and makes the catch about a strike from the wall. Right down the left field line, 340 feet away. Throw Tommy out on a deep drive for the second out here in the bottom half of the fourth, and that brings up Eddie Cranepool. Eddie got the first base hit of the ball game for the Mets in the second, his first time up. He's batting 311. Right at the moment, Eddie leads the club. He has hit three home runs and driven in 16 runs. Cranepool right on top of the plate. And the right-hander with the first pitch. It's lined to center field, a base hit. So Cranepool, two for two. He rounds it first and holds there. That'll bring up Ron Svoboda. Ron grounded out to second base into a force play his first time up. He's batting 254 with four home runs and 12 runs batted in. Ron taking a couple of practice swings outside of the batter's box. High run is at first base. Cranepool there with his second hit of the ball game. He's now batting 315. And now Steve Blass with the first pitch to Svoboda. It's high and inside, a fastball. Svoboda moves away, and it's one ball. One and all. Outfield very deep all the way around. The left fielder, Manny Jimenez, about two steps in front of the warning path in left field. Matty Alou deep in center. Many deep in right. Now Blast back, and the sliders hit down to second base. Mazeroski has it, goes to first base for the out, and that retires the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, and the man left at first. And the score through four. Pittsburgh won, the Mets nothing. Number 12. 
Jerry May, the Pittsburgh catcher, batting eighth in the order, will be leading off against Bob Shaw in the fifth inning. Jerry single to left his previous time at bat. May hitting 319. Ground ball hit toward the hole. Cut off by Ken Boyer. Now Ken straightens up. Throws the first in time for the out. The Pirate pitcher, Steve Blast, comes up for his second time at bat. His previous time up, he was struck out. And while we wait for Steve Blast, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is Bill Edwardson. Make a late afternoon music day to join me weekday afternoon, 3 to 6 p.m. on the Big Bright Sound. Here on WGY, Connected. Now swing and a miss by Steve Blast, strike one. Pittsburgh, one run, six hits, one error. New York, no runs, three hits, no errors. Shaw, wasting little time, delivers. And he had badly fooled him with a breaking ball off the outside corner. He swung at it, strike two. That's with the infield and the outfield straight away against Blast. And the curve is foul back into the crowd, no play. The game tomorrow starts at 2 o'clock. The scenes for the movie will be shot from 1.30 to 2. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Glass fanned by Bob Shaw. Third strikeout by Bob Shaw. It brings up the leadoff batter, Matty Alou. Matty now has raised his batting average to 3.33. He bunted for a single in the opening inning, and he singled a right in the third inning. After he singled in the third, Matty Alou moved the second on a ground out by Maury Wills, took third in a wild pitch, and scored on a hit by Clemeny. It's a strike on the inside corner. Clemeny driving home, the only run of the game at this point. Shaw picks up his sign from Jerry Grody. Here's the pitch to Matty Alou. It is in the dirt. Goes all the way to the backstop. No harm done. Nobody on. One ball, one strike. The afternoon game tomorrow, the only day game until Saturday. Saturday, a ladies' day game between the Mets and the Cardinals. A 1-1 pitch. Swung on and foul tipped. One ball, two strikes to Matty Alou. Roberto Clemente leads the National League in batting. Matty Alou is really making a run at it now. The Cardinals, Orlando Cepeda is second. Cepeda hitting 345. Tim McCarver of the Cardinals is third. Rusty Staub of Houston, fourth. Richie Allen of the Phillies is fifth. And Matty Alou is sixth. Hit foul. Over toward the home dugout. No play. One ball and two strikes. Matty Alou was quite a story in winning the batting title for the Pirates last year. He raised his average over 100 points from the previous year. The one-two pitch. A change up it on the ground, down to first. Crane pulled up with it. Steps on the bag and the side is out. Bob Shaw gets the Pirates in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. 
We've come halfway at the end of four and a half. Pittsburgh one, New York nothing. Last of the fifth inning, New York behind, one nothing. Jerry Buchek leading off against Steve Blatt. Jerry was struck out his first time up. And the pitch by Blass, low and outside, ball one. Jerry's average, 229. Seven home runs, 17 runs batted in. Now the pitcher on the way. Hit off the end of the bat a foul ball. One ball and one strike. Mets have a lot of excitement coming up around here between now and the All-Star break. Five of the top National League clubs visiting Shea Stadium. Phillies here Wednesday and Thursday night. The Cardinals Friday night, Saturday afternoon, doubleheader Sunday. Then Willie Mays and the Giants come into New York over July 4th for a game on the night of the 3rd, the afternoon of the 4th, and the night of the 5th. Ground ball hit down the third baseline foul. One ball, two strikes. After the Giants series, the Atlanta Braves for a weekend set. Then the traditional break for the All-Star game. The All-Star game will be played in California at Anaheim. The home of the California Angels. Pitching one and two. It is inside two and two to Jerry Butcher. The All-Star game is on July 11th. And on July 12th at Yankee Stadium, the Mayor's Trophy game between the Mets and the Yankees. All the proceeds going to the Mayor's Sandlot Baseball Program. 2-2 pitch. Low and outside, and the string is out. Three and two on Jerry Butchak. Jerry, a native of St. Louis, Missouri. The old-timers night rapidly approaching a week from Saturday night July the 8th for the Mets playing the Atlanta Braves he held up on the swing and the slider broke outside ball four Glass and May both objecting to the call by umpire Mel Steiner that is the first walk surrendered by Steve Blatt. Now Jerry Grody checks with Salty Parker to see how manager Wes Western wants to play this. The pitcher will be hitting next. Jerry got Goodwood on the ball his first time up tonight. A fly ball to deep left that Jimenez caught against the fence. He's around the butt, doesn't offer. It's high ball one. Stargell and Bob Veal came into New York. But this evening returned to Pittsburgh for examinations. Stargell with a bad shoulder and Veal's elbow has been bothering him. Here's the pitch on the way. A swing and a miss as he took the bunt play off. One ball and one strike.
Don Clendenin, ready to race up the line from first base in the event of a bunt. Maury Will shortened up at third against Jerry Grody. Now Blast delivers inside with a curveball. Two balls and a strike to Jerry Grody. Now Jerry May wants a chat with his pitcher, Steve Blast. Blast has had very good stuff. He's a hard thrower. Good live fastball. Throws a hard slider and a pretty good looking curveball. Now Blast, glove on the knee, looking in for his sign. The 2 1 pitch. It is caught high in the air on the left side of the infield. On the skin part of the diamond, Gene Alley, between second and third, takes it for the out. One out and one on, and Bob Shaw now will try and work in his own behalf. Bob was struck out his first time up. Shaw has been up 18 times this year. He has one hit. Barry Wills walking over from third for a word here as the Pirates anticipate a sacrifice bunt. Jerry Butchek is on first base, one out. New York behind, one nothing. Now they move in looking for the bunt. Here's the pitch. Full swing and a squibbler going foul down the first baseline. Well, the playing field is in beautiful shape here at Shea Stadium. Beautiful green. Now a quick throw to first, not in time. Johnny McCarthy and his ground crew do an excellent job. Flying field here at Shea is probably the best looking field in the big leagues. Bunted foul off to the right, no play. Now Blast with a two-strike count on Bob Shaw. Bud Harrelson is the on-deck batter. Blast so far has allowed just three hits. Eddie Cranepool has two of the three, both singles. Bud Harrelson has the other, a single to right in the third inning. The Mets have had two well-hit drives that have been caught. One by Tommy Davis, the other by Jerry Grody. And the breaking ball is outside, one ball and two strikes. One and two as Shaw waits on Steve Blast. The Lakeville, Connecticut right-hander delivers. A bouncing ball hit toward the middle, grabbed by Mazeroski. He flips to Alley for one. On to Clendenin, double play. Four-six-three double play, and the side is out in the last of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. So at the end of five, Pittsburgh one run, six hits and one error. New York no runs, three hits and no errors. Ground crew coming out now to manicure the diamond for the last four innings of action. The old-timers game will take place one week from this Saturday night here at Shea Stadium. 
1960 Yankees squaring off against the original 1962 New York Mets. A nostalgic night and a fun night here in the big, beautiful stadium in Flushing. Not much talked about. Original Mets cast will be back on hand. Ken McKenzie, Coach Sally Hemus, Hobie Landreth, who was the first player drafted by the Mets in the expansion draft. I remember Hobie won a big ball game very early in the season for the New York Mets with a home run that year off Warren's five. Frank Thomas was the starting left fielder, and Big Frank had 34 home runs, but still stands as a Mets club high. Jay Hook won the first ball game the Mets ever won, and it was against the Pirates out in Pittsburgh. Bob Miller and Craig Anderson will be on hand, and Slim Roger Craig, who had so many heartbreaking losses. Richie Ashburn hit over 300 that first year. Gus Bell was in right field. And there was the gentleman from Cherryfield, Maine, that everybody thought so much of, Carl Willie. Hot Rod Keneal and Rogue Black Jones, Charlie Neal. The Yankees will have such as old reliable Tommy Henrik, Whitey Ford, greatest left-hander of them all for the New York Yankees, Bobby Shans, Bob Serve, Charlie Kelleher, Joe Page, Eddie Lopat, Bobby Richardson, Art Dittmar, and Joe McDougal. Dale Long, who homered in eight consecutive games for a record that still stands. Bill Stafford and Bob Turley, Joe DeMastry and Duke Moss. And, of course, the old professor, Casey Stingle, will be here. Barry Wills up against Bob Shaw as we go to the sixth inning, and the pitch is over strike one. Wills has an infield hit and has grounded out second to first, one for two. Barry hitting two, 97. His knee has been bothering him quite a bit lately. He was hit on that knee by a pitch thrown by Ray Sadecki. Shaw out of his windup, the pitch to Wills. Fastball, a strike on the inside corner, a good pitch. Wills, sitting close to the plate, jumped back thinking it was going to be more inside. Roberto Clemente coming out on deck. Now the pitch on the way. Breaking ball in the dirt in front of the plate. One ball, two strikes to Mari Wells. Checking with Jerry Grody. The Dodgers got two runs off Mel Queen in the third. Dodgers two, Cincinnati nothing at the end of three and a half. Osteen against Queen. And it's hit in the air to shallow left center field. Drifting over is Cleon Jones, and Cleon puts it away for the out. Now Roberto Pamini. Roberto hit into a double play started by Bud Harrelson in the first inning. But in the third inning, he singled the right center, driving home Matty Alou with the only run of the ballgame. Giants and Cardinals had their big series underway at St. Louis. Gaylord Perry is the giant pitcher. He's had about as much tough luck as anybody in baseball this year. Now, Harry Walker has come out to argue a point with umpire Mel Steiner. I don't know what the point is.
up to this point, it is not really an argument. It is merely an explanation on the part of Mel Sanders in regards to whatever Harry Walker is saying. Game one to nothing, and the second game three to two. 
The one-two delivery, a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Strikeout number four by Bob Shaw. It brings up Don Clendenin. First baseman Don Clendenin has popped to first and popped to short. Nothing for two. Dennis Bennett pitches tomorrow against Woody Fryman in the battle of left-handers. Now the pitcher on the way. A ground ball hit the shortstop. Snagged by Harrelson. He flips to Buczek. Force play on Clemente, and the side is out. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. After five and a half innings, the Pittsburgh Pirates won, and the New York Mets nothing. Whether you're buying your first or tenth car, it's time you become a smart car buyer and join the ranks of the thousands of satisfied customers who shop Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany. Here are the three basic rules for the smart car buyer. Select a model you want, and then one, compare quality. Armory Garage boasts the largest selection of quality-tested late-model used cars in the area. Two, compare service. Armory's expert mechanics are qualified to service all the cars on the Armory lot. Three, compare price. Armory's tremendous volume assures you more for your car-buying dollar. Be a wise car buyer. Drive into Armory Garage and talk over your used car needs with sales manager Art Neat. Let him introduce you to Armory's easy terms. You can buy, sign, and pay at Armory, home of 101 time payment plans. Your credit is wealth at Armory. Follow the wise car buyer to Armory Garage, Central at Colvin, Albany. Bud Harrelson, first up in the last of the sixth inning. Bud has reached safely on an error, charged to Gene Alley, and singled to right field for one of the three hits given up by Steve Blass. So New York will have Bud Harrelson, Cleon Jones, and Ken Boyer hitting in the last half of the sixth inning. Pitch on the way. Foul ball back into the crowd. No play. And the Mets were last in Pittsburgh after winning the Twilight Night doubleheader. The following night, they were shut out by right-hander Tommy Sisk. Jack Fisher pitching well in a losing ball game. But Harrelson waits, and the pitch by Blass, a curve up high. That failed to act up for him. One ball and one strike. But had a notion about bunting that ball, and Maury Wills came in on the run. Glass has walked only one. Struck out four. The 1-1 pitch. Inside of the low, it's 2-1 on Bud Harrelson. For the month of June, Bud's batting average is probably around 270. Center fielder Matty Alou playing Harrelson to hit to the opposite field as he plays him over toward left center. And a swing and a miss on a fastball. It's two and two. Roberto Clemente drove home. Matty Alou in the third with the only run of the game. Now we're in the last of the sixth inning. Yes, yes. 
Drives to the side now from Jerry May. The pitch to Harrelson. A shot through the hole of base at the left field. So the tying run is on with nobody out as Harrelson again gets the job done. This time he's single to the opposite field. He hit the ball hard through the hole. But is now two for three. The fourth hit of the game for New York. And coming up to hit is Cleon Jones. Leon has popped up the second and been struck out. Nothing for two. Now a lively Monday night crowd here at Shea. Starts with a let's go Mets drive. Mari Wills moves in close at third looking for the bunt. Glendennon holding against the runner. Now Blass up in pitching position. He turns around, doesn't offer, and it's a fastball high. One ball, no strike. If Leon bunts the runner over, Mets will have Ken Boyer and Tommy Davis to try and tie the game up. Outfield playing rather deep and around toward left. Again, Pittsburgh anticipates the bunt. He squares around, doesn't offer, and it's high ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Now Jerry May trots back to the mound with the ball. And Theon Jones checks with Salty Parker to see if things are still the same or if they're going to play a waiting game. Two balls and no strikes. Glenn Dunnan edging up the line toward home. He squares around, bunts, fair ball from Dunnan up with it. The play is going to first base in time for the eye. Just for a moment, it looked like Clendenner would gamble and fire to second. But against the speed of Harrelson, he elected to play it safe and threw the ball to Mazarowski, covering it first. So Cleon sacrifices his turn at bat, trying to help build a run. Harrelson goes into scoring position, and the batter stepping in is Ken Boyer. Ken Boyer has been called out on strikes and grounded out third to first, nothing for two. Now Blast looking in for his sign. Here's the pitch on the way. A slow grounder hit right back to the mound. Blast grabs it. He throws to first in time to get Boyer, and Harrelson moves over to third. Now, before Tommy Davis steps in, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is Bill Edwardson asking you to start your day on the right note with me, 7 to 10 a.m. on the Big Bright Sound, here on WGY. Connected. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer from Shea Stadium, where the Mets now have Bud Harrelson on third, two men down, and Tommy Davis coming up. Tommy has flied to right and flied to deep left field. His drive to left was caught right up against the left field wall by Manny Jimenez. Right-hand pitcher against right-hand hitter. Tommy Davis hitting 3-7. Fastball outside, one ball, no strike. Right here, Tommy Davis hoping to bag his 36th run batted end of the year. And if he can, this game is tied. 
Beautiful Monday night crowd at Shea. The paid crowd is 27,294. And a total crowd of 28,152. Now the pitcher on the way. Swing and a miss on a curveball. One ball and one strike. And Tommy Davis took about as hard a swing at that curveball as you can take. Eddie Cranepool kneeling on deck. Pittsburgh one, New York nothing, last of the sixth inning. Now the windup by Blast, the pitch, swing and a miss at a high hardware. That fastball was up in Tommy's eyes, and he went after it. Tommy is strong, an aggressive hitter. He likes the looks of it, he really goes after it. Now one ball, two strikes to Tommy Davis. Steve Blass, 25-year-old right-hander from Lakeville, Connecticut, has had good stuff. Now the one-two pitch, a swing and a miss, he struck him out. And Blass fans a tough hitter, Tommy Davis. For Blass, strikeout number five. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. The tying run left stranded on third. At the end of six, the Pirates won, and the New York Mets nothing. seventh inning it's Bill Maserati coming up for the Pirates. The Pirates scored a run in the top half of the third inning and it has stood up to this point. They're out in front one nothing through six. For the Pirates one run on seven hits and one error. The Mets no runs, four hits, no errors. Bob Shaw has pitched to the right hand batter and it's swung on hit deep to left center field. Way back. Going, going, gone. A home run for Bill Maserati. It's fourth of this season. It leads off here in the seventh. And puts the Pirates out in front by a score of two to nothing. Now it's Gene Alley, who's hitting 276 with four homers and 24 runs batted in. In this game, he grounded out third to first and grounded into a double play. He's a right-hand batter. Bob Shaw's pitch, curveball, and it's in there for a call strike. Jerry May coming out to the on-deck circle now for the Pittsburgh Pirates, starting the night in fourth place in the National League standing. And the pitch breaks low for a ball. It's 1-1. Now Don Shaw gets up to throw in the Met bullpen. Tonight's baseball quiz, two pitchers share the American League mark for the lowest number of strikeouts to lead the league. Can you identify them? Here's a 1-1 pitch, and it's outside for a ball, 2-1. Nobody on, nobody out for the Pirates in the seventh with one run in. On the home run by Mazeroski to make it Pirates 2, Mets nothing. Now swinging a foul ball off into the corner of the dugout of the Pirates and rebounding onto the playing field. Run down by umpire Stan Landis. Levels the count at 2-2. Two
This is a bobtail series between the Mets and the Pirates. Play again tomorrow afternoon. Curveball hit up the alley in left center. Tommy Davis coming on. Cannot get to it. He short hops it. And whips it in and holding it first now is Gene Alley. As Tommy Davis short hopped the ball on the move and took a quick look to see if he would get a call from the umpires. It has happened. But both Augie Donatelli and Sam Landis were indicating that the ball was in play. So the Pirates have a runner at first base. Nobody out. And Jerry Mays up. He's one for two. Bob Shaw works off the stretch. Runner goes. Here's a swing and a miss. Grody throws down to Buchek, and he is safe at second base. Stolen base for Alley. Number three for Gene Alley. Hit and run was on. Jerry May took a hefty cut and missed. Now May steps back out of the batter's box for a moment. While umpire Mel Steiner comes around to brush off the plate. Nobody out for the Pirates in the seventh. Bob Shaw delivers a swing and a high pop foul back into the seat and out of play. Jerry Grody gives it a run and now turns and goes back toward the plate. Nothing in two. Shaw now checks. The pitch is one out and hit one hop to Harrelson deep at short. His play is at first base in time. The runner holds. Alley on the bag at second base. One away. Pitcher Steve Blass is coming up. The answer to the baseball quiz, Bobo Newsom and Tex Houston each struck out 113 American League hitters in 1942 to share the title. Blass has been up twice in this game. He struck out both times. And all show has struck out four, and he's walked none. Checks the runner at second. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed for strike one. Matty Alou has moved out on deck. And Bob Shaw checks his runner, and here is the strike one delivery. On the outside corner for a call, strike two. Gene Alley leads. The pitch is swung out and missed a curveball. So Steve Lasser struck out three times. That's the fifth strike I credited to Shaw. There are two away. When you pull the tab on the Rheingold Chug-A-Mug, the top comes off with a hiss that sounds like the good Rheingold flavor inside. Six 12-ounce mugs to the curtain. You'll find them in the Chug-A-Mug special display at your local stores in New York and New Jersey. Manager Wes Westrom calls time, goes to the mound now to talk to Bob Shaw about the possibilities here. First base is open. Alley is the runner at second. Matty Alou is at the plate, and Maury Wills is on deck. So it's a short conference just to decide whether or not they'll put him on or pitch to him. And they're going to put him on. So an intentional walk will be issued to Matty Alou to set up a fourth play at third and second. 
with two men out, and they will pitch then to Maury Will. As ball four way outside, and Matty Alou gets rid of the lumber, goes down to first. That is the first walk issued by Bob Shaw. Maury Wills is coming up, switch hitter batting left. He's one for three tonight. Wills is hitting 296 for the season. No pitch as Maury Wills backed out of the batter's box. Shaw was ready to deliver, but umpire Mel Steiner moved out and raised his hand. Now runners leave first and second. Shaw's pitch, swung on it on the ground to second base. Fuchak up with it, goes to Cranefield, and the side is out. So the Pirates get a run on two hits, errors, and two left. In the middle of the seventh, the score is the Pirates two and the Mets nothing. Say, how would you like a trip to the World Series plus $10,000 to blow in a style to which you are unaccustomed? That's the grand prize, and Rheingold score with the Mets game, along with 500 pairs of free Mets tickets every week. And to play the game, all you need is a pencil. Just figure out how many runs the Mets will have scored from their first season's game to the midseason All-Star break on July 9th. You don't even have to buy anything. Just pick up an official entry blank now at your local store or tavern in New York or Connecticut where you see the Rheingold score with the Mets display. Write down your estimate, stick on a stamp, and drop it into the mailbox. You can enter as many times as you want, which is a good idea because in addition to the grand prize, each entry is eligible for that week's drawing of 500 pairs of Mets tickets. That's right. We're giving away 500 pairs of Mets tickets each week. So enter every week. One of them is bound to have your name on it. Play the $10,000 Rheingold game. It's a great way for a Mets fan to get rich quick. Now in the bottom of the seventh, Ed Cranville is coming up. He's two for two. The Mets trail by two runs. Steve Blast is on the mound. He's been in all the way. Limited the Mets to four hits to this point. Last has the sign, pitch to the left-hand batter. And it's a fastball low, it's ball one. Scheduled up in the inning, Cranville, Swoboda, and Buczek for the Mets. Steve Blass has struck out five, and he's walked one. 1-0 one pitch in there for a call strike. Pete Mickelson's now throwing in the bullpen for the Pirates. Late inning insurance, Pete Mickelson. This will be a 1-1 pitch to Ed Cranepool. It's on the way. Swings and misses, strike two. It's one and two. A fine Monday night turnout to greet the Mets as they open up this homestand. 27,294 paid here at Chase Stadium on Monday night. Pirates tomorrow afternoon, and then the Phils will be in the following night. It's a swing and a base hit for Cranville in the center field. One hop past second baseman Bill Mazeroski. Cranville is three for three. Leadoff base hit here in the seventh sets up tying run at the plate. Ron Svoboda is coming up. Grounded into a force play and grounded out. 
Pete Mickelson continues to throw in the bullpen now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that fans come alive as the Mets try to get something going here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. That was base hit number five for the Mets. Off Steve Blatt. Don Clendenon comes over to hold against the runner, Crane Boo. Steve Blatt works off the stretch in the pitch to Swoboda. Slice foul down the right field line out of play. The count is strike one. Bovoda measures his stance, digs in a little bit at the plate. Cranville takes a short lead at first base. Steve Blass is up and set. Here's a pitch that's inside. It's one and one. Jerry Buchak's waiting on deck. little man, Roy Faith, gets up to join Mickelson in the bullpen. When the Mets in Pittsburgh recently took both ends of a twine-eyed doubleheader from the Pirates' face was the losing pitcher in each game. Here's a 1-1 pitch, and it's low and away for a ball. It's 2-1. and one. Clendenin walks over a few steps on the infield grass to yell something across. The pitcher, Steve Blast. Nobody out for the Mets in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The Pirates lead by a score of two to nothing. This will be a two-one pitch to Swoboda. Foul back off the screen and out of play, and the count evens at two and two. Again, measures his stance. Defensively, the Pirates play Swoboda straight away. This will be a 2-2 delivery, and it's on the way. Swung on and fouled out to the right side into the seats and out of play. Now the scramble is on for the souvenir. Out holds it two and two to Swoboda with Cranefield at first and nobody out. Last sends forward to take his sign. Cranefield leads at first base. Two-two delivery. High hopping ground ball at shortstop. Taken and it's over to Mass for the first. Swoboda going across the bag at first. No relay there. Marty Wills ducked out of the way of the ground ball to allow Gene Alley to steal it and fire down over to Mazeroski at second. It was a high hopper so there was no chance to double Swoboda. He replaces Cranville at the runner first with one man out now and Buchek coming up. Buchek struck out and walked. The end of this half inning, we'll bring you up to date on scores of other games all around the major league. So it's Buchek who's tying runs the plate now. Pirates lead 2-0. This pitch is low, bounds in front of the plate, is blocked by Jerry May. No chance for Swoboda to advance. Last really cranked down on that one. 
Came very close to being what Choo Choo Coleman used to call a 55-foot curveball. Now again, Bass is set. Swinging a foul ball. Off and out of play. One and one to Buchek. on the flagstaff in center field. Completely motionless at this point. The 1-1 one, one delivery. Swung on and missed. It's 1-2 and two now to Buchek. Jerry Grody waiting on deck. Pirates have nine hits and the Mets have five. One man out on a one-two count. Swoboda takes his lead. It's a swing and a high fly ball to right field, and Clemente goes back to the warning track, and he's there, and he puts it away. Halfway on the fly ball to right, Swoboda retreats to the bag at first, and there are two men out. Jerry Grody is the batter, and he is being called back, and Larry Stahl is being sent up to bat for him. Larry Stahl batting for Jerry Grody. Stahl is a left-hand batter, an outfielder by trade, hitting 192 with four runs batted in, five for 26. Here comes Clyde King, the pitching coach of the Pittsburgh Pirates out to the mound now for a word with Steve Blass and Jerry May about the manner in which they will pitch to Larry Stahl. King turns now and runs back toward the Pirate dugout. Pirates lead in this game two to nothing. With two men out, the Mets have a runner at first, and Larry Stahl batting for Jerry Grody. Steve Blass off the stretch. And the pitch is low for a ball to Larry Stahl. Bob Shaw is waiting on deck. One zero pitch, swung on and foul back out of play. Don Shaw is still throwing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. Steve Blast takes just a moment, taking a big deep breath before getting ready to work again. Larry Stahl. He has the sign, and this is a 1-1 pitch coming. 
swung on and missed. It's one and two. Morris got a run in the third and another in the seventh. Mets have five hits, but they have not been able to get more than one hit in any inning in this ballgame. One-two pitch. Swung on and missed, and Steve Blast with his sixth strike out of the night. Gets pinch hitter Larry Stahl in the side. is out to no runs, a hit, no errors, and one left. The end of seven full innings. The score is the Pirates two and the Mets nothing. Now, scores of other games. First in the National League at Wrigley Field in Chicago this afternoon. Manager Leo DeRocher's Chicago Cubs made it seven wins in a row with a 4-2 victory over Gene Mock's Philadelphia Phillies. Rich Nye started and got the win. Cal Coons in the sixth, Chuck Hartenstein in the ninth. Dick Farrell started and took the loss. Grant Jackson in the first and Dallas Green in the seventh. Billy Williams had his 13th home in the first with nobody on. And Ron Sando had his 13th homer of the season in the first with nobody on. Tonight at Crosley Field in Cincinnati at the end of five, the Dodgers two, Cincinnati nothing. Lord Osteen going for his tenth win of the year against Mel Queen going for his ninth. In St. Louis at the end of two and a half innings, the league-leading Cardinals have managed a red chain beam two, the San Francisco Giants nothing. Jim Cosman, who was just called up on the mound for the Cardinals and Gaylord Perry for the San Francisco Giants. The American League going to the bottom half of the seventh inning now. The Yankees won. The Kansas City A's nothing. Fred Talbot relieved by Billy Mamouquette in the seventh for the Yanks. Lindblad's going for Kansas City. Tom Tresh homered to put the Yanks out front. Going to the bottom of the seventh in Baltimore. The league leading Chicago White Sox two and the Baltimore Orioles two. Bruce Howard against Pete Rickard. Kurt Bleffrey and Smokey Burgess have had two run homers. Boston at Minnesota. Latest start. The warm-up, Jim Lonborg against Jim Cott. And Washington at California at a later start. Roberto Clemente is up. Johnny Sullivan catching for the Mets. Bob Shaw's pitch is outside. It's ball one with the Pirates up in the top half of the eighth inning. Clemente is two for three in this game. Single to drive in the first one in the third. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. It's one and one. Pirates two, Mets nothing. Bob Shaw's been in all the way. Delivers outside to Clemente, and it's two and one. Two-one pitch. Swung on and fouled up to the right side out of play. Roberto Clemente has to be the finest ball player ever picked up in the minor league draft. Here's the property of the Brooklyn Dodgers. They had him at Montreal, and they thought they had him hit out pretty well. But the Pirates drafted him. He has blossomed into a superstar. Here's a swing and a high pop foul to the right side out of play. Clemente threw his bat at that ball, and he traveled halfway up to first base. And he stays alive with a 2-2 count. That year that 
the Dodgers had Clemente at Montreal, they thought they had him pretty well hidden. So much so that if there was any thought that a scout was in the stands anywhere, they didn't play him. It's 2-2 pitch. It's a swing and a high drive to deep right. It's way back and going back. It's Sloboda, and he's there to make the catch. Clemente flying out to deep right field. Manny Jimenez. Hit by a pitch ball. Slide to left, struck out swinging. Bob Shaw pitches it on the ground, and Cranefield gloves it in the hole, throws on to Shaw in time. A neat fielding play pulled out by Cranefield and Shaw. As Cranefield moved his right, went in the hole between first and second to glove the ground smash, took the full pivot and pegged to Bob Shaw, who was coming full flight. Two away. Don Clendenin. Popped out, popped out, and grounded into a force play. And the pitch is low for a ball. And this pitch is in for a call strike. It's one and one. Two men out, nobody on base. Pirates two in the Mets nothing. Bob Shaw with a 1-1 offering. And it's in for a call strike. It's one and two. Now Ron Taylor is up and throwing along with Don Shaw. Billy O'Dell is throwing down the bullpen of the Pittsburgh Pirates, tuning up. Clendenin back in and waiting as Bob Shaw deals a 1-2 curveball. Hit on the ground to third and on by Ken Boyer in the left field. It is a base hit. The official scorer says base hit, and that will bring up Bill Mazeroski, who has two hits, one of them a home run in the seventh inning. The hit was number 10 for the Pirates off Bob Shaw. Two men out with the runner at first. Shaw off the stretch and the pitch is swung on and popped up to shortstop. Harrelson's there. Puts it away and the side is retired with no runs. On a hit, no errors and one left. In the middle of the eighth, the score is the Pirates two and the Mets nothing. When you buy a new car, it's the dealer that makes the difference. That's why it's time for you to head for Armory Garage Central at Colvin and Albany, where there's a Plymouth or Chrysler to fit every pocketbook. You know that you can buy the same car from any Plymouth dealer and you'll get the same warranty. The difference lies in the deals. Armory Garage is the area's volume Plymouth dealer. Volume sales allow Armory Garage to offer you that new car. Bob Johnson's going to pinch it for Bob Shaw. We pass for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And the night shall be filled with music Monday through Friday, 6.35 till midnight on the big bright sound of WGY Schenectady. A 
This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Shea Stadium in New York. Bob Johnson is up. And the first pitch is a little high, and it's off the finger of catcher Jerry May. We're waiting to see if there were any indication of the ball clicked off the bat, but there's been none yet. Johnson is 5 for 10 as a pinch hitter. And now Mel Steiner signifies it is a strike. It did click off the bat, and he's getting the call changed on the scoreboard here at Chase Stadium. It is strike one. No. Now he's changing it back, indicating it's ball one. Well, here's a swing in the ground ball to short, and it's taken by Alley and played over to Clendenin, so it's no consequence to first pitch because Johnson is grounded out short to first. One away, and Bud Harrelson is coming up now. Harrelson is two for three. Manny Moda is in the ballgame now. And left field for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Harrison, switch hitter, has been on base three straight times. Steve Blass with the pitch. In for a strike as Harrison bluffed the bunt. So it's clear now what happened on the pitch a moment ago. When Snyder was signaling uh, with the index finger of his right hand so vehemently, he wasn't indicating strike, he was indicating Manny Motors playing left field. Juan Pizarro is up and throwing down there in the pirate bullpen now. Blast delivers high and away, and it's one and one. Leon Jones waiting on deck for the Mets, batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning with the Pirates leading here by a score of two to nothing. Steve Blass with a 1-1 pitch. Hit on the ground to second. Mazeroski has it to Clendenin. And there are two away for the Mets. Leon Jones, nothing for two and a sacrifice tonight. Settles himself in now. Steve Blass has struck out six and six and walked one in this game. And it's in for a call strike. Ken Boyer is on deck. center field. Tagged a fastball and it's taken by Moda and played back. Leon Jones keeps the Met hopes alive here in the bottom half of the eighth. The swing of the left, Ken Boyer tying run at the plate. Leon Jones keeps his hitting streak going at six consecutive games. Base hit number six for the Mets. Off Steve Blast. The pitch to Boyer. 
Swung on a hit deep to left. It's way back there. It could be. It's going, going. It's a home run. The score is tied. 2-2. Two, two. It's that ball out into the pirate bullpen over the left field wall, and the score is tied, 2-2. Tommy Davis up now with two men out, nobody on base, and we have a brand-new ball game. As the Mets have come from behind to tie the score, last with a pitch, low, hits in the dirt, comes in on one hop, and it's ball one. Jerry Maycall's time goes halfway to the mound, tosses the ball out to Steve Blass, who isn't very happy. Well, having given up a home run to Ken Boyer. Boyer, until that moment, had driven in only four runs this entire season. Got two RBIs there. Here's a pitch to Davis low, and it's 2-0. And, oh. Ron Taylor throwing down to the Mets bullpen. 2-0 pitch now, and it is low. Last goes behind, 3-0 to Tommy Davis with Ed Crane full on deck. Young Jerry May walks out there. Well, statistically now, Bob Shaw is off the hook. He cannot be the losing pitcher. He was removed for a pinch hitter in this inning. Here's a 3-0 pitch, and it is low, ball four. So the Mets get the go-ahead run on it first, and Harry Walker... The manager of the Pirates is on his way to the mound, and that's all for Blast. We're going to get a pitching change. He's had Pizarro throwing down the bullpen. Perhaps he wants the left-hander to pitch to Cranville. We'll find out in a moment. Now Juan Pizarro is walking over toward the electric curtain. He's going to get the riot in from the bullpen. And that is all for Steve Blast. As Harry Walker is standing there at the mound, but he's back to Blast looking up to the bullpen. Pizarro will get the ride in to make his 16th appearance of this season. Overall, Pizarro has won three and lost six. He pitched against the Mets on the 6th of June for the full nine innings. Gave up two runs and six hits with the losing pitcher in a 3-2 game. It went into extra innings, I believe. Manager Wes Westrom can make a decision of allowing Cranefield to hit. Cranefield is three for three tonight against the right-hander. Or he can go to his bench and get the likes of uh, Tommy Reynolds or Hawk Taylor or Ed Charles. Cranefield at this moment is going back into the dugout. Steve Blass went for seven and two-thirds. Gave up two runs on seven hits. Struck out six and walked two. Now Pizarro is announced. He was obtained by the Pirates from the Chicago White Sox during the offseason. 
Wayne Poole back out now, ready to bat. Soon as Pizarro had warmed up. The end of three innings in St. Louis is the Cardinals two and the Giants nothing. Gaylord Perry against Jim Cosman, and at the end of six, Dodgers two, Cincinnati nothing. Claudio standing against Mel Queen. This afternoon, the Cubs beat the Phillies four to two. At the end of seven, the Yankees won Kansas City nothing. Mambu got against Sanford now, both in relief. Trash homer for the Yanks. The end of seven, the White Sox two and the Orioles two. Locker against Watt, both in relief. Lefrey and Burgess with home runs. Boston at Minnesota, the warm up Jim Lonberg and Jim Cott. Washington and California, latest start. Listen to the chant of Let's Go Mets. Now, Crane Poole's going to try his luck against the left-hander. Against the right-hander, he was three for three tonight. That's the batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning with Tommy Davis on his first. Two men out, and the score tied, 2-2. Juan Pizarro is up and set. Runner goes, and the pitch is low, and the throw to second, and it's a stolen base. The fourth for Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis with a stolen base moves the go-ahead run into scoring position. 1-0, the count to Crane Pool. Now Tommy Davis leads off the bag at second. Pizarro off the stretch. 1-0 pitch to Crane Pool. Low and away in the dirt. Dug out by Jerry May. The pilot catcher calls time, and he goes out to the mound to have a talk with Juan Pizarro. Roy Face and Billy O'Dell are now throwing in the bullpen for the powering. Right hand to Roy Face. Left hand to Billy O'Dell. This will be a 2-0 pitch to Ed Crane Pool. Swoboda is waiting on deck. Now the 2-0 delivery, and it is in for a call strike. 2-1 to Crane Pool. Again the pitch. Swung on and loops out in the right center field. Committee coming on, coming on, and Committee makes the catch on the run. So the side is out. But the Mets picked up two runs on two hits after two were out. No errors and one left. The end of eight full innings. The score is the Mets two and the Pirates two. When it came to defending home or country, the woman's role has been traditionally passive. But the defense of freedom today requires such a complex structure that there are numerous opportunities for the American woman to take an active part in the service of her country. For the college graduate, these opportunities are even more inviting because she is eligible to serve as an officer in our Navy waves. Today, all America recognizes the wave officer as a woman who is more than dedicated to the heritage of her country. She wants an honorable position one with responsibility, one that she can fill with pride. She told her Navy recruiter she'd like to become a wave officer. If you're a college graduate, may we suggest you do the same thing? You'll be helping yourself and your country. See your Navy recruiter today. to do the pitching for the New York Mets is Ron Taylor making his 18th appearance. He has won one and lost two. 
Last time out in Atlanta, he worked one and two-thirds, allowed no runs, no hits. He picked up a victory against the Atlanta Braves by working a third of an inning. So it's right-hander Ron Taylor. And as soon as he is warmed up, he'll be working to right-hand batter Gene Alley, the shortstop of the Pittsburgh Pirates. In case you've joined us along the way, the Pirates went out in front in the top half of the third inning here tonight when Matty Alou, lined the single to center, moved to second on a hit-and-run play when Maury Wills grounded out second to first, and then Roberto Clemente singled him home. That run stood up until the seventh, and Bill Mazeroski hit a leadoff homer, and the Pirates had a two-run lead. And then after two were out in the bottom half of the eighth inning for the Mets, Cleon Jones got a single to keep his hitting streak alive at six consecutive games. And Ken Boyer stepped up and hit his first home run of this season into the Pirate bullpen over the left field fence to make it a 2-2 ball game. Neither of the starting pitchers is around now. And the pitchers of record are the pitchers in the ball game. Gene Alley grounded out, grounded into a double play, and single to left. He's hitting 279. Ron Taylor pitch in for a call strike. Clicks off the bat of Gene Alley, says umpire Mel Steiner. Jerry May is waiting on deck. Strike one pitch. And it's low for a ball. One and one. one offering. Low for a ball. So Taylor goes behind two and one. The Mets have two runs, seven hits. Pirates have two runs, ten hits. And the two-one delivery. Is a chopper to third, and Boya charges, comes up with it, throws on the run in time. So Alley is grounded out, third to first, and that'll bring up Jerry May, who is one for three. Andre Rogers is coming out to the on-deck circle. It is bringing a looper in the right and a late start for right fielder Ron Swoboda and it falls in as a base hit for Jerry May. Now Andre Rogers looks back to the dugout. He is out there on deck as a prospective batter for Juan Pizarro. However, this might be a sacrifice situation and Rogers is looking. Now he's being called back. And Al Luplo is going over to the bad rack. Al Luplo, who recently went from the Mets to the Pittsburgh Pirates, is getting a bat. He does not yet have a base hit with the Pirates. He's gone over 8 since starting the uniform of the Pirates. 
So his season batting average is down to 177. Low batting for Pizarro and manager Wes Westrom comes out now. Have a talk with Ron Taylor, John Sullivan, and Ed Craneville. With Luplo batting for Pizarro, Matty Alou has moved out there on deck. Story tied 2 2, but the Pirates have picked up a base runner here in the top of the ninth with one man out. announced. He's a left-hand batter. Hounds have played and digs in a little bit. Cranefield holds against the runner Jerry May at first. And the pitch is swung on and on the ground foul back at first. It's strike one. Luplo looks down to sign man Alex Gramis on the coaching lines at third. Luplo wears contact lenses on the playing field. He wears um, conventional glasses at other times. Ron Taylor sets and the pitch. Low for a ball as Taylor came overhand. It's one and one. Taylor looks in to get a sign from Johnny Sullivan. The 1-1 one, one pitch. In for a call, strike two. That's the knee, so it's one and two. Cesaro out of the ballgame, of course, with Luplo up here batting for him. Roy Face and Vernon Law are throwing in the Pirate bullpen. Jerry May takes his lead. The 1-2 delivery. Low. 2-2. Two two. Don Shaw is throwing in the med bullpen. A little lefty. With a left-hand batter, Matty Alou on deck. One away for the Pirates in the ninth. Jerry May leads it first. The 2-2 pitch to Luplo. It's deep to right. It's way back there, but stays fair. And it is a foul ball. Just to the foul side of the foul pole. Way down in the right field corner. That one was hanging up there a long, long time. And Jerry May cuts across the infield grass. Coming back to first. Count holds it two and two to Al Luplo as he gave that one a long ride. With the Mets, he had three home runs. A long ball hitter.
2-2 pitch. And he hits it deep to center. Cleon Jones goes way back. He's at the warning track. He makes the catch, and Jerry May apparently thought there were two men out. He is rounded second. He'll have to touch second going back to throw the first. A double play. And so it is a double play that goes 8-6-3. As Jerry May had a mental lapse, thought that there were two men out, and he ran all the way around almost to third before Alex Gamas got the word to him. So on the long play to center taken by Cleon Jones, it is turned into a double play. The side is out. No runs are hit. No is not left. In the middle of the ninth, the score is the Mets two and the Pirates two. And now here's a word from Rheingold. Look, you can't pull the wool over their eyes. You can't kid the public around here. You can't put one over on these guys. They'll cut you right out on your and two beers trying to make it in New York from all over. But only one beer has made it to the top. The rich, dry lager, Rheingold. In this town, either you have it or you don't. In this town, either you have it or you don't. Either you're a pro or you won't get very far. The pitcher for the Pirates now is little man Elroy Faith. On the 6th of June in Pittsburgh, the Mets took both ends of a twilight doubleheader from the Pirates. Faith worked the last inning of each game and was the losing pitcher each time as the Mets won it one to nothing and three to two. Faith overall is making his 25th appearance for the Pirates. He has won four and lost only the two games that he lost to the Mets this season. In the bottom of the ninth, the Mets are scheduled to send up Ron Swoboda, Jerry Buchak, and John Sullivan to try to pull it out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. There goes Jerry Mays, throw down to second around the horn, and Ron Swoboda is coming up. Grounded into a force play, grounded out and grounded into a force play. Of course, the fans here, Chase said, in the Mets fans are hopeful that Swoboda or Buchek or Sullivan can get a hold of one and give it the long ride out of the ballpark to end the ballgame. Roy Faye takes the sign. And the pitch is outside for a ball. At third base, Maury Wills is guarding the line, protecting against the extra base hit. 1-0 pitch. And it's in for a call strike. It's 1-1 one one to Swoboda. Bottom of the ninth with a score tied, 2-2. Here's a 1-1 one one pitch. Swung on and missed. A slider, and Swoboda took a hefty cut. One ball and two strikes. Buchek kneeling in the on-deck circle. Defensively, the Pirates play Svoboda straight away. 
The little man now pumps and pitches. And it's outside. Two and two. Svoboda was ready to go. Moved his body forward, but did not swing the bat. So the count's level at two and two. Umpire Mel Santa comes around quickly to brush the plate. Svoboda's had four home runs and 12 runs batted in this year. This is a 2-2 pitch. Foul back and out of play, and the count continues at 2-2. Two two. Now again, Roy Face throws the rubber to take the sign. Swinging a ground ball foul back of third. Maury Wills over barehanded and flips it right back to Roy Face. So the count continues 2 2. Roboto swings the bat as he waits. The pitch swung out and missed. Roy Face strikes out Roboto. First strikeout for Faith. Steve Blast struck out six. Jerry Blue checks up. He struck out, walked, and fly deep to right. Blue check is a right hand batter. Johnny Sullivan moves out on deck. Pitches in for a call strike. Right hand pitcher working to a right hand batter here. Cards play Buchek straight away as well. Here's a swing and a ground ball up the middle. Nazarovskiva behind the bag gets rid of it over the first and not in time. He's there safely as the throw was in the dirt and Clendenin tried to scoop it up and could not come up with it cleanly. He sort of uh, scooped it up into the air. It's a base hit. For Jerry Buchek. He becomes potential winning run here in the bottom half of the ninth inning with one man out, left hand batter John Sullivan coming up. John Sullivan, number 20. went in behind the bag at second to get that ground ball, got rid of it in a hurry, but did not have enough on it to get it over there all the way. Don Shaw throwing in the bullpen for the Mets with Ron Taylor moving out on deck. Score tied 2 2. Buchek leads it first, faced with a pitch. Swung on and missed, strike one. Sullivan's up for his first time in the game. Hitting 191. With one run batted in. The pitch in for a call, strike two to Sullivan. Who stares at the plate. So now Roy Face has gone ahead. He has an 0-2 count to the left-hand batter. Glendennon is holding against the runner at first base. It's a swing and a drive in the right field. Coming on, it's Clemente. He can't get it. It goes off his glove. Buchek rounds second on his way to third. Clemente falls down, gets up with the ball, throws to first. Buchek's at third, and Sullivan's at first. 
Well, Flamini was battling at every step of the way, and it was battling back out in right field. It was a line smash. Flamini decided he would try to shoestring it. It went off his glove and rolled a dozen feet away. As he got to it, he slipped down. It is scored as a single, no error, a single all the way, no error on Clemente, as it is the opinion of the official score that Buschek could have gone from first to third. So now the potential winning run is at third base. We're going to get a pinch runner. Dick Selma comes in to run for John Sullivan at first base. Selma runs for Sullivan. Ed Charles is going to come up now to bat for Ron Taylor. One man out. The Pirates will have to play it here to try to choke off the run. Ed Charles is batting for Ron Taylor. Dick Selma is running for Johnny Sullivan. Now the Pirates move the outfield in because the long fly ball will end the ball game anyway. So the outfield is playing shallow. The infield is set halfway so they can still try to go for the double play or possibly make a play at the plate. Charles is a right-hand batter. Roy Faith working. He's taking a time. I'm catching Jerry May. Now he goes up and set. And the pitch. Swung on and line in the left center. Central base hit and the ball game is over. The Mets win it as the run crosses the plate. Selma goes on to third. Charles with a single to left center and a run batted in. And the Mets win it by a score of three to two. Getting their tenth hit of the ball game to win it. And again, Roy Face is the losing pitcher in this ball game. Ed Charles drives Buchek in from third base. It was a screaming line drive out into left center field. So Ron Taylor is the winner, and Roy Faith, once again, is the losing pitcher in this ball game. We'll be back here in a moment with a final summary and totals. Right now, the... Repite esto. El gato es blanco. El gato es blanco. Muy bien. Ahora di. El mundo es redondo. El mundo es redondo. In the Peace Corps... You'll be taught the language of the country you're going to so well. You'll learn to eat in it, sleep in it, play basketball in it, plant crops in it, build bridges in it, make roads in it, and even dream in it. Peace Corps training must be as tough as Peace Corps work. It's the only way you can get in shape for it. Take Dick Olmsted. After he joined the Peace Corps, he built eight chicken coops, three lean-tos, dug four latrines, and planted a four-acre garden. Then we sent him overseas. This is how the Peace Corps works for peace. Would you like to work for peace? You may be qualified. Write the Peace Corps in Washington for an application. Well, the New York Mets have come from behind to pull one out here tonight against the Pittsburgh Pirates, winning it by a score of 3-2, to two, and winning it in the bottom half of the ninth inning, one man out when the winning run was scored. Starting out, it was Steve Blass working on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Bob Shaw for the New York Mets, and the Pirates scored first in the top half of the third inning. Matty Alou, single to center field. 
On a hit and run play, Maury Wills grounded out and moved to Lou to second. Roberto Clemente, single to right, driving in the first run of the ball game. It stayed 1-0 until the seventh inning. Then Bill Mazeroski had a leadoff home run, and the Pirates had a two-run lead. The Mets, meanwhile, were getting nowhere against Steve Blatt, but in the bottom half of the eighth inning, with two men out, Cleon Jones kept his hitting streak alive at six consecutive games with a single to left center. Ken Boyer stepped up to the plate, and on the first pitch by Blatt to Boyer, he homered into the bullpen over the left field fence, and we had a brand-new ball game at 2-2. It was Boyer's first home run of this season. And then after Tommy Davis drew a walk, Blast came out, Pizarro came in, got Cranville to fly out, and in that inning. Then the Pirates threatened in the ninth inning when they got Jerry May aboard. Ron Taylor was in the ballgame in relief at that point for the New York Mets. But uh, the Mets got out when Jerry May suffered a mental lapse, and after a long fly ball was hit by Al Luplo, batting for Pizarro to center field, Jerry May took off all the way around second and was almost at third before he realized there was only one man out, and so he had no chance to get back. The Mets completing the double play. Then in the bottom half of the ninth inning, with one man out, Jerry Buchek got a base hit when he hit a ground ball up the middle. Mazeroski played it over to first, but in the dirt, and Buchek was on with a base hit. Sullivan lined the ball to right field. Clemente decided to try to shoestring it. It was off his glove, rolled a dozen feet away. When he got to it, he fell down. It was scored as a single, and Buchek went all the way to third. Then Ed Charles came up to bat against Roy Face, working in relief for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Ed Charles lined a shot to left center to drive in the winning runs, and the Mets had won the ballgame. In one-run ballgames now, the Mets have won 12 and lost 7. The Mets are now one game and three percentage points into ninth place in the National League standing. The winning pitcher is Ron Taylor, who has won 2 and lost 2. The loser is Roy Face, who has won four and lost three, and the Mets have beaten him all three times. So here are the final totals in the game. Four of the Mets, three runs on ten hits and no errors. For the Pirates, two runs on 11 hits and one error. Final score, Mets three, Pirates two.